right, so we're back here on another Couch Coach Live. Couch Coaches, we are back here on another Tuesday. We here. What's going on, Maui? What's up, man? Yeah. So many topics. Up. So many topics. You, you think one thing, oh, he's going to talk about this. Then out the blue. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How was, yeah. How was your weekend, though, man? Like, like it was a lot of stuff that happened this weekend, man. That yeah, was pretty lots good. Of, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, a lot of stuff did uh, go down this weekend. Unfortunately, right. But um, yeah, man, it's um, it's yeah, it was a crazy weekend, uh, especially when it comes to NFL. Um, I mean, yeah, I thought you know a lot of a lot of things I thought we were going to talk about, but I think you know the biggest elephant in the room is obviously right. um, John Gruden uh, being let go, and and the right. weird thing about it all is. It happened during Monday Night Football, which yeah. uh, you really can't make this stuff up. I mean, obviously, <laughs> and, you know, it's you know, we'll get into that where essentially, um, you know, unless you've been, you know, under a rock, uh, John Gruden has resigned as a coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And, uh, yeah, in a weird situation, I know Friday, um, I know be- I think this was before we – well, it was at the um, – I know we went on to do uh, the Watch the Football Guys podcast. This was circling around, obviously, the um, at that time it was the the Morris Smith email at that mm-hmm. particular time that um, that pretty much got him somewhat in one of the trouble on Friday. And then it pretty much metastasized. It just went into, you know, went to overdraft with the, the other tweets, uh, not tweets, but the emails. Um, you know, the, the racist, the homophobic ones, and then the misogynist, um, you know, uh, emails that uh, transpire. And then, mm-hmm. oh, that was the um, dagger um, for him. Um, so before we get started and get our takes, um, I, I had to get I had to get my guy. I get <coughs> up. Now he'll be joining us right here from Spotlight Raiders. What's going mm-hmm. on, D-Hop? What What's going on, man? What's going on? Thank y'all for having yeah. me. I know this Raider stuff is huh. yeah, man. It's a lot I, going on, man. It's yeah, a lot man. going on. I thought I won't go hit you up until December when we when we play y'all in, in Vegas. But <laughs> right. hey, man, <laughs> hey, man, it's, yeah, man, it's a little early. I thought I was gonna hit you up after Thanksgiving, but you know, I know, right? Um, yeah. So. D Hop, man, you gotta uh what's what's going on in, in Raider Nation, man? Huh. I, I honestly, uh, I'm gonna let the people know, man, because I, I get a lot of scrutiny about a lot of stuff when it comes to the Raiders. I, I keep it 100, I keep it real. I let it be known, man. And I was never a Gruden fan. I wasn't a Gruden fan when he first came here, I was not a Gruden fan when he came back in 2018. Am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised about him resigning. I knew if he didn't, if we didn't make the playoffs this year, he was going to be gone by the end of the year anyway. Mark Davis was trying to find a way to get out of that contract. That number one, you shouldn't have paid a man a hundred million dollars for a guy that has not been successful in so long as a coach. Number one, number two, um, he's questionable about his free agents. He's questionable about his play call. He's questionable about drafting. He's just a questionable coach. And now with these emails coming out and me reading like a whole five-page article about all the stuff that came out, I mean, everybody's right, man. Gruden's a fraud. 
plain and simple. He's a fraud. And it, it's sad that he had to go out the way he had to go out as him resigning because I didn't want him to resign. I said, get him to the end of the year. See if he can get us to the playoffs or something. And then if he doesn't get us to the playoffs, you let him go. But these emails, once they started coming out yesterday, it was clipped for him. I think he could have kept his job if the rest of the emails didn't come out. So that's my honest opinion on it. The they can they the Raiders, man. I we're just next year we just gotta look for a coach. We got our assistant coach. He's um our special they put the special teams coach as the interim head coach, Gus Bradley or Greg Olson didn't want that job from what I'm hearing. It is what it is, man. I'm just ready to play Denver this weekend and get this shit over with. Excuse my language, but to get it over with, man. I just, I just, uh, Gruden just put himself in another, another rabbit hole, man, all over again. Yeah, man. I, I definitely feel you on that. So, Mauer, your, your thoughts on um the fact, well, the resignation of Gruden, your thoughts. Right. For, first of all, I hate, no, no disrespect, but I, I shouldn't really be saying this, but it feels really good to see coaches have this issue as much as they dog players when they get in trouble that I'm not even going to front like, you know, you're just being a distraction. They're just being a distraction. So we talking of last few weeks has been coaches. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I didn't have a chance to read the emails. I wanted you to break it down to me at first. I was on some, you know, Dave Chappelle, like, you know what I mean? Like, what they trying to cancel me for? These are old emails, blah, 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 blah. He ain't, you know what I'm saying? He a he change, dude. But then I start, you know, getting ready for the show and looking at stuff. They said, nah, he was a front. He was fake. He'd be one this way, and then he'd go around the corner and be a complete, you know what I'm saying, different person. Right. Then I'm like, all these different other, all these other, other emails came out, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he got to go. He got to go. Yeah, you know, like he, he had a, he even had an opportunity because he knew what he did. Like he even had an opportunity to come out and and, and even when he was, like, I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not that. He could have put it out there. Then, like, look, man, in 2011, this, this, and that, the world was different. I was talking to some friends, blah, blah, blah. And since then, he could have switched it up and did all that, but he didn't. He went on a type of rant and thought that that might work, but. Nah, it was, bro. <laughs> it, it, it's a list of things. It, it's the whole yeah. Eric Reed situation about the national anthem. He talked yeah. about Barack Obama and Joe oh, Biden. He talked yeah. about women shouldn't be roughing in, in, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, the, the, the top, the top yeah. is teeny women in females. Yeah. And like this goes the, on and on. Uh, right. About right. the Sam, Michael Sam, Sam situation. situation. Sam, yeah. yeah. The quote is, he, that Drew, Drew said that he don't, they feel like Jeff Jeff Fisher shouldn't have drafted a queer yeah, right, in the NFL. Right. right. And, and that's the what I'm saying. Right, right. And the Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, that, yeah. What, once right. I seen that he dissed Roger Goodell, it, it was done for me. It was done right. then. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. how did they get all these? If you don't mind me asking, um, um, Coach, like, how did they get all these inf- all these emails anyway? Like, how did that come about? Well, it, it was a part of a Washington football team. Um, investigation and certain parts of the investigation was leaked um, mm. with the situation. And obviously the, the recipient of those emails that John, that uh, Jay Gruden, ooh, damn, I said Jay Lloyd, John Gruden 
our former mm-hmm. head coach, Jane. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> John was sending those emails to uh, our former team president, um, Bruce Allen. So he was a recipient mm-hmm. of those emails. And um, and I see your point where it's, it's frustrating. I think um, it's already bad enough that, you know, Gruden is in this predicament, but it, it, it all falls back to us. And it's just you're looking at the situation where what's going to be next for the situation. Uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's bound to have more, more and more um, people involved in this. And it's just mm-hmm. one of those things where it's just, it's unfortunate, especially between the, these two teams, the Washington football team and, Oak, and, the, and the Las Vegas Raiders, Blue Bloods of the NFL, where you look at your past, I look at just how, it, you know, Al Davis would handle the situation. Like, Gruden would have been gone Friday. Like, you know, Gruden, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you, you see how progressive Al Davis was. And then you look at, like, in our history, we look at, I look at George Allen. George Allen was one of kind of, um, like, you know, you know, one of the best coaches besides, like, you know, as far as um, Joe Gibbs, he was, you know, one of our top coaches that we've ever had in this organization. And then for his son to be in this type of scandal, it's kind of one of the things where I look at it from a historical standpoint of just like how people who, you know, were before them is probably essentially rolling over their grave or what has just transpired in, in this investigation. What's crazy about this is that if we like, I was on um, another Raiders content creator uh, YouTube channel last night, mm-hmm. and we was looking at the time frame of when this was going on. Even Jay Gruden was the coach of the Washington Football Team at the time these emails was going on. Correct. Right. So this is it's just bigger than John Gruden. But like I said yeah. before, yeah, whoever gave those emails to the Wall Street Journal was a personal vendetta against Gruden. Somebody hated Gruden so much that they dug up emails from 10 to 12 years ago to get this man going out of Las Vegas. They knew that he was making uh, making guaranteed money with the Las Vegas Raiders, and I feel like it was a personal vendetta. Yep. It, it, it was personal. Whoever, whoever right. had those emails, I don't know if it's from the Washington football team. I don't know if somebody had them or somebody sent them to somebody else, but yeah. somebody got paid. To have those emails get revealed, yeah, because you, yeah, because you think about it, it's a it's a selective part of the investigation, right? Like people keep on saying, well, you know, we need to demand the whole entire investigation as far as from the Washington Football perspective and dig up Daniel Snyder's emails. I'm telling you, that's not going to happen. And a lot of things will happen in this world before this happens. World hunger will end. World peace will will mm-hmm. will, will begin. Like before that stuff get beeped out, but like you said, and it, it kind of just reminds me of like the Rachel Nichols situation where they've been sitting on this and it's waiting yeah. on it from and, and it was the it was the perfect timing. And then what right. what I find so weird about all this is it, it felt so weird yesterday. Yesterday was really like by far like probably one of the most bizarre and strange days. Obviously, simple fact of. The firing happened in the middle of Monday Night Football when essentially he was the face of this of, of, of this brand for you know for that amount of period of time. And then ESPN investigating a wrongdoing of a former employee. You know, because it's funny because Rachel Nichols, they were really, really quiet about Rachel Nichols, but obviously she's a current employee. But this one is like I just found it because he's he sent these emails on their servers. 
Mm. And it's almost like, like no one, like I found it really, you know, it's almost like it was inescapable that ESPN had to report this. And it, and I just found it weird. Like no one really even bringing up ESPN in this conduct because to me, you allowed this as well, you know, and because to mm. me, the whole thing of him not being an NFL employee, but ESPN is somewhat of an employee of the NFL. So right. I don't understand why people look at it, well. That w- it's almost like he sent it to his regular like Gmail account. Oh, this you know like he, as if he wasn't affiliated with the league. He's mm-hmm. still affiliated with the league. He's a part of the Monday Night Football brand. The NFL pays ESPN billions of dollars, and he's the face of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, he was I the guess. main broadcaster on Monday Night Football. He had his own Gruden camp. He had all right. that stuff mm-hmm. ESPN gave him. But what's what's crazy about it now? Look at look at back at it. If you and if anybody could go back and watch that that Raiders Bears game that we lost, you know, twenty nine. Yep. If you look at that game, everybody was out of sync. You could tell that 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 this was a distraction and it divided the locker room. It yep. really did. Mm-hmm. And I really hope now that the cancer is out of the Las Vegas Raiders organization, and hopefully. We can move forward from this and focus on Denver and try to make a push. Because even with all this going on, you would think that the Raiders is 0-5 right now. <laughs> you yes. would think. We're 3-2 and yeah. and we're second in the division. And this stuff going on, is it is a distraction. But I just hope that now we can move forward and um and get ready for Denver, man. Because Gruden is just... It's, it's bad. It's even bad to a point. I don't know if y'all saw today, but Tampa Bay took him out the Ring of Honor. Yes. Yep. They took him off. Yep. They took him out of the Ring of Honor just because of all of this going down. Yeah. And that's you know, and that's another thing where we look at this the whole symbolism of it, where it's like they don't even want to associate them themselves with him. Um, you know, going forward, you know, a, a guy that should have been, like you said, the team, you know, you know, as far as leading them to their first ever Super Bowl, you know, he would be in, in most organizations would be a legend. But doing right. this, he's you know, he's gonna, you know, go down for this, unfortunately. So D, I really want to um like as far as I know, you know, for for you um head out, what's next for the Raiders? I know, you know, obviously uh Rich Bas uh, is gonna be obviously mm-hmm. the interim head coach um at this point. Uh, what do you see this franchise going forward and then who you, who do you this is a short list. Who you think should be the um, new head coach in 2022? Well, it's really going to come down. Is Mark Davis going to really let Mike Mayock do his job as a GM? That's really the one thing right there. Because Mark Davis gave all the power to John Gruden. John Gruden ran everything from player personnel to being an ass- like an assistant GM to Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock really didn't have to do no work the last couple of years he's been here. So you think they need to get rid of him? I that I I wouldn't be surprised, but I think I think Mike Mayock needs to try to turn his team around on his own as a GM. I think Mark Davis needs to give him a chance to go out and get personnel because that's what we brought him in for. Player personnel. That's where his strength is at. But if you get rid of Mike Mayock, my next candidate is Lewis Riddick. Bring in a former Raider that knows football outside of Mike Mayock, and you bring in Lewis Riddick. But if Mike Mayock stays. Can Mark Davis let Mike Mayock run the day-to-day duties and bring in the right head coach? And my first candidate is Eric Bieniemy. That is my first candidate. 
Eric Bieniemy is um surprisingly he didn't get a head coaching job all last year where there was so many coaches <clears throat> needed you know so many teams that needed coaches. So Eric Bieniemy is one. Um, the offensive coordinator for the um the Buffalo Bills, I think his name the boy or something oh, like that. Brian Dayball. Yeah, Brian yeah. Dayball. Um, yeah. I think he's another. He's he's a good one too. That I think he come in and fit the system and help Derek Carr elevate to the quarterback that he's supposed to be. Unlike John Gruden is holding Derek Carr back for the last couple of years, but that, I'll near say more about that. Um, <laughs> um uh, let me see. I like. I, I, it's 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 a few people people was talking about earlier today. They was saying um, Joe Brady, another one um, over in Carolina. So that they my top three, you know, to come in offensive minded. The only thing I'm nervous about now, if you bring in a new coach, we just brought in Gus Bradley this year, man. So it really sucks that you know Gruden is gone. And now we brought in Gus Bradley, and hopefully, hopefully they'll keep Gus Bradley on this staff outside of bringing in a new head coach. Because Gus Bradley, if you look at our defense, I mean, it's it's better than what it was in the last couple of years. Gruden, I mean, uh, Brad, Gus Bradley made some changes. And I just want him to stay, and he keep his defensive staff to stay. But it's a lot of changes that we have to meet. But Eric Bieniemy is my number one as far as a Raiders head coach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, shout yeah. out to the people because I shared it on my YouTube. The Raider Nation yeah. is coming in, man. Yeah, coming yeah. In. Actually, I like that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like you said, it's like you said, it's a great chance for you guys to like start over and start off fresh um, with a new regime. Because like you said, Gruden, I mean, we had about four four more years left of him. I said, well, no, I mean, no, it ain't. Four, it will be for about six. Yeah, I think he was in his fourth season. About six years left on his contract. But since he resigned, from what I'm hearing, the Raiders don't have to pay him that money since he resigned and didn't right. get fired. Yeah. Yeah. So the Raiders get to keep the that sixty million that sixty million dollars that we have. Hopefully we could go out and get an offensive line because our offensive line stinks right now. So <laughs> hopefully we could use that money to go get an offensive lineman or something of that nature. Um but yeah, I, I this 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 situation in itself, um, the NFL saying that they're not, you know, they're not showing, like, they're not, uh, they said something about not, you know, putting out the emails, they're not showing the emails, but they said it was 650,000 emails. I don't know how you look through 650,000 emails. I just don't know. Sound like a conspiracy to me when it comes to that, because who has that much time in the day? To go through six hundred and fifty thousand emails, so it's, it's it's just a list of things that Gruden really has to figure out. I, he won't be able to coach again at any level. I think his reputation is 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 done. He can't. It, and the best thing for him to do start a podcast. John Gruden just start a damn podcast and get your following that way. Make your money that way because you're not going to be on any more sports networks. You're not going to be on NFL Network. You definitely can't come back to ESPN now because you just put nope. ESPN in a bad situation. Right. So, Gruen, I, I don't know what you're going to do from now because, you know, if you was talking about women topless in bikinis, what's your wife going to say about this now? You might lose your wife too after this. Who knows? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> this, this Raiders team looking forward, I'm just – it's still 12 weeks left, left in the season. We three and two. Yeah. I mean, it, we we just is we just gotta buckle down and try to win football games and put this behind us as a team. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> E-Hop, um, tell them where you can uh, find your social media and any upcoming projects. Well, I do have a um, call-in show tomorrow um, live on the Spotlight Raiders Talk on YouTube. I do call-in shows Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, I always, I'm always uploading content on the YouTube if it's from my phone or from the laptop, any of that nature. Yeah. Um, I'm supposed to be, hopefully, me and you can get together when we finally play the football team, you know? Yeah. Finally, when we play, we get that, get that collaboration <laughs> going. Yeah, and um, yeah, hopefully yeah. I can get a Denver Broncos YouTuber. I've been trying to find one for months now, and just can't find none. Man, they, they, got, they them donkeys is hiding somewhere. I, I gotta, I gotta write them. I gotta get us Denver. I'm, I'm, um, I set you up with them. I got yeah, you. definitely do that because, I like, I always do every Wednesday before the game. I make sure I have yeah. at least a team YouTuber or a writer or something of that nature on there yeah. to do like a a week a weekly preview. So. If y'all yeah, want to follow me on Twitter, good. Spotlight Art and Talk, uh, Facebook, Spotlight Raiders Talk, um, Instagram, Spotlight Raiders Talk. Y'all always see me on there. I'm always posting something. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, we do the Watch the Football Guys on on Friday. So, uh, December 3rd, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a actually chop you in our, in our schedule on December the 3rd at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> we need our payback, too, for yeah. the last time we played, y'all. Man. We need <laughs> yeah. our payback. Yeah, we, we crushed David. Uh, yeah, y'all, David y'all killed Carl, us with yeah. cousins, man. Y'all killed yes. me with cousins. On a, on a Sunday night. On a, on a Sunday night in <laughs> September. Oh, boy. Yeah, I remember that. That was a fun game. But, yeah, it, man. It was a fun game it. for y'all because we look like <laughs> shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. All right, D-Hop. Appreciate you once again, man. We'll uh, catch up with you. Uh, December third, bro. <laughs> we got All right, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. You know, if yes, you need right, you know, to do some stuff with you, just let me know. Just hit oh, me no up. Doubt. No doubt, I got you. All right, All right man. All, All right, right. See you later. All right. Definitely appreciate D-Hop for coming on. Yeah. I'm um, talking about the Raider situation. We got another special guest. I got my guy Cole. What's going on, Cole? How's it going? Thanks for having me out, fellas. I'm good, bro. Of course, Cole is from um, Nothing But Airtime, um, another Out The Ball Network guy, gang gang. What's going on, Cole? <laughs> hey, I'm excited. Basketball's getting back. I'm excited. Yes, me too. Me too. Yeah, man. It's, it's sports over. You got so much stuff going on. Obviously, we talked about football. We got, um, you know, obviously basketball coming up next week. You know, season premiere. All you know, baseball postseason, the beginning of the NHL season kicks off. Well, it's a kickoff or oh, a well, face off, <laughs> to, you know, touche, but <laughs> to mid Toronto, right? <laughs> but yeah, so we um, definitely, um, definitely appreciate you for coming on Cole tonight. So we're going to be talking about the NBA Western Conference. So I'm just gonna go around the horn, fellas. Um, your storylines to watch in the Western Conference. I'm gonna go with you first, Cole. What are your um, your storylines to watch in the Western Conference? I, I got I got two right off the bat. Two of the bigger mm-hmm. ones. Uh, I want to know if the Suns' success was fluky. You know that yeah. every time any team gets to the finals, there's some luck involved. You saw the Warriors get luck with Kawhi Leonard being hurt. Rockets had the Chris Paul injury. Then the Lakers were hurt this year in the first round against the Suns. So obviously there was some luck on the Suns' side of things. Still successful regular mm-hmm. season team. Who knows if LeBron and AD are fully healthy? They go on the run. They do, but. 
I want to see if they can replicate that success, be that top four team that everyone expects with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. So that's my first storyline. And the second storyline is, is what is this Lakers team going to look like? What are the closing lineups going to look like? Is Russell Westbrook going to be in that fourth quarter tight situation uh, with LeBron and AD? So th- those are two of mine. I, two, obviously, of the highlight teams, one that won the Western Conference and then the one with LeBron James. So I think those are two of the biggest uh, off the bat. Yeah. Maui, your storylines, what you got? Um, basically, man, I would say the same thing, but um, I'm very, you know, I'm a Laker fan. So I'm I'm really intrigued about the Suns to see if they're a fluke. I want to see if Denver can keep it up also. also it's, it's so many teams, man. Let's just be honest. Like, I want to see – I don't – the weirdest feeling in um, storyline, let me stay there. I, I'm watching the Portland Trailblazers, like, They've seen like consistent just to make it to a point, and it's always injuries or something ever since they made it to the Western Conference um, that year. Um, and they haven't really, you know, have, have, hadn't really been there. So I want to see if, um, with this new coach, are they going to be able to stay consistent or move forward or go or, or still move backwards? Um, and then I want to see if, um, are they going to break the team up? Are they going to eventually, you know, split the team up? Because I think they've been consistent. I think they really topped off a long time ago. So I really don't see them going any further. But um, so I really want to see if they're going to break up um, Lillard or, or McCullum up. Um, then I'm also noticed. I want to see what the what the Mavs are going to do with Jason Kidd being a coach. Are they going to? You think are they still going to be a playoff team? I mean, I know Luca is Luca. But are really, are they still going to be a playoff team with this new, you know, with Jason Kidd? So those are my two. I'm interested with Portland, too. You know, are they going to stay stagnant? C.J. McConnell, yeah. Damian Lillard, both seen their yeah. name in trade rumors. Ben Simmons is a guy that's seen his name in trade rumors. Right now, right. if I was Portland, I'd be trying to package that C.J. Simmons, that trade, just to, just to get something different in there. Portland's been terribly, like, mid all, all of my – what years watching the NBA, they're always at four to five seed, getting out in right. the first or second round. So uh, making a move to possibly take that next step, getting younger, getting the guy that can take the playmaking load off of Damian Lillard with the uh, right. with Ben Simmons in there would be pretty interesting. You, you know, yeah. I'm sorry, Chris. Actually, Utah, too. We forget that Utah was number one in the division what? last season. Yeah. You know what I mean? So are they going to – are they going to stay consistent? They was dangerous. You know, it just it, it was all injuries. You know what I mean? If you really pay attention, everybody got hurt in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely feels like a make or break year for Utah. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's a lot yeah. of things. Um. Yeah, a lot of it. I similar. Um. I call I call this Lakers version team the Salt and Pepper. Uh, Lakers, um, can they uh, stay healthy? I think that was my biggest question mark. Um, and also to your point about Jason Kidd's situation, because we all know like how the situation was in Milwaukee where we looked at, and it's mm-hmm. funny how getting rid of him essentially propelled them to the to their success at this point. Because at that point, remember they were like kind of a version seven AC that kind of lacked mm-hmm. like the modern day offense. I know a lot of people had uh-huh. an issue. Um, of how you know uh, how Jason Kidd um, handled his team offensively, um, mm-hmm. and then the uh, you know talk about Portland, but I think a different storyline is there is the I think it's I think we we might be on the verge of a uh, daytime Emmy award winning soap opera 
with Dame versus uh, Chauncey Billups. Um, I, I wonder how that um, how that <coughs> coexists. I know I wouldn't say there's been some little riffs, but this rough. might be it, it. You know, it's there's some riffs, but I'm I'm, I'm interested in how this story, um, how this soap opera will play out um, during this season. Absolutely. I think another good soap opera that we could see is is Los Angeles. You know, you don't have Kawhi there. You just have Paul George and you have Eric Bledsoe Mm -hmm. in the door. Are they going to make a move to potentially get that second star? Is Kawhi going to come back this season? You know, so I think uh, another good storyline outside of the Lakers in Los Angeles would be Paul George in Los Angeles. You know, last time he was the focal point of an offense, he was that third Mm -hmm. vote for the MVP. So are we going to see that version of Paul George again? So. I, a lot, a lot of big storylines in the Western Conference. A lot of fun ones, and and, and we haven't even yeah. talked about the Warriors yet. You know, Clay yeah, Thompson, that bad. Yeah. Right. Steph Curry, Draymond. Are they going to make a move? They got a lot of young talent and some cap space, yeah. so you know, a lot, a lot of fun going out there. So, yeah, that'd be really intriguing because they got a nice mix of veterans coming, obviously with Clay, Steph, and Draymond, and then they got pretty much some really good stacked youth guys. Like you look right. at, um, because they got, um. Kamanga, uh, mm-hmm. with space, uh, J- James Wiseman, and then, oh. um, and, and they got Mobley too, right? The other, um, the other one, the, um, Moody, the Moody, the Moody, Moody, Moody. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kendrick Perkins. You know, another team, another team I want to, I, I really like Memphis, man. I really liked, yeah, I really liked Memphis last year, and I'm hoping that, um, the GM and the organization build upon that. They really did well, man. Young team played hard defense. They they made they made me really excited to watch the playoffs. You know what I mean? And I hadn't seen anything like that in a long time. You know, they gave Utah a run, man. They really did. You know. Yeah. Jaron Jackson back healthy. You got him and Ja running together. They got rid of mm-hmm. Valanciunas, so they're putting all marbles in on Jackson at that big man. So it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, fellas, um, what are the, the rookies to watch? Um, who you got, Cole? Uh, you mentioned him. I like Moses Moody. I like Moses Moody off the bench at Golden State. You know, he's going to get a lot of opportunity. Him and Jordan Poole are going to be those spark plugs off the bench playing off of Draymond and stuff. Uh, he's a guy I'm interested to see. Kaminga, another one in Golden State. Obviously, Jalen Green is – we can't talk about Western Conference rookies uh, without bringing up him, second pick kind of brought that heat on him with the whole Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green summer league rivalry. Uh, we're going to oh, see yeah. him kind of flourish in the limelight now. Uh, but the guy I'm most interested to watch is Davian Mitchell in Sacramento. Uh, he was pretty good at Baylor. He's hard-nosed defender. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guards in that room. I think if uh, a Buddy Heel trade shakes out or a, a Harrison Barn trade shakes out, he's he going to see a lot of opportunity early and often, and uh, I think he's going to flourish. I think Davian Mitchell is a guy – that could be an all-rookie first-teamer uh, that was kind of at that later half of the top ten picks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Matt, were your rookies to watch? No, no, I'm good. Y'all got it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Jalen Green, that's the elephant in the room. I think he's just, mm-hmm. you know, um, as far as from a West Conference perspective. Um, a guy who, you know, you talked about Davion Mitchell, and like you said, I think him going to Sacramento is just like the NBA graveyard. I didn't say, I hate to say this, but Sacramento is an NBA graveyard. There's a lot of guards, too, man. It's a tough yeah, rotation to crack. You know, Halliburton, um, you Fox, know, like I said, Buddy Hill, Hill Fox, yeah. who you think you have, these are some real good guards. Like, I mean, they could, you know, yeah. 
that I think down the line, if we look at them as a as a as a collective, like they're gonna you know be have immediate they're gonna have impacts on teams in in, in the future. I don't necessarily think they all had to take the same impact together in um in Sacramento, obviously, you know. But and I want to think at least at least Luke got some guards. I tell you. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people are going to look back 10, 15 years from now on the Kings, like a lot they did with those like 90s Cleveland Indians teams where they had like Manny Ramirez and Albert yeah. Bell. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, they had this much talent, never amounted yeah. anything. So I think, right. I think Sacramento right. is going to get that kind of <laughs> next uh, installment of that. So, yeah. And a guy who I think is going to be sneaky good. Well, it's uh, two other guys I want to mention. Um, obviously, a guy in my backyard here in Richmond, Virginia, Bones Highland. I think I think he's in a good situation because he's in Denver. I don't, like you don't necessarily need him as much, but I think you know coming off the bench, give you some time time to scoring and do what he has to do. I think and, and he'll be on a you know going forward a potentially a championship caliber type of team. So he'll you know he'll um, be a tremendous benefit, and I think. Once um, Jason Preston gets uh, after you know the foot injury and whatever, he was a guy. If he didn't get hurt last week, I he I would real, probably would have put him at the top of the line. Um, I think he'll get a lot of tick in Cleveland, not Cleveland, Lord, uh, and, and, and the Clippers <laughs> uh, with the Clippers, especially with their situation at the guards, where you know you look at now, like you said, only you know you got Eric Bledsoe. A, a return to, to the Clippers, which you know it's just like, and that's real so weird, like. It feel like that was been like many moons ago that he was in LA, but it hasn't been that long. But you see, like that, and then I think, yeah, I think Jason Preston would have—I uh, wouldn't say necessarily would have had an immediate impact on this team, but he would have got a lot of minutes, especially they're so like you know short when it comes to like um, from from the um, guard position. So I definitely think he would have got a lot of playing time, and I, in a way. Um, Ty Lue was saying they still don't have like necessarily a timetable when he's going to come back. So that's kind of the, the the question mark. But I think if he was healthy, I would have definitely would have, um, you know, he's more of an honorable mention for me at this point, just due to his injury. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we talked, and I, and actually I coined this phrase from obviously uh, Bill Simmons, um, the, the, part, the, the original part father, you know, not to be confused with our guy Jeff, but Jeff is a part father as well. But um, who is your your uh, Western Conference League Pass team? We talk about League Pass. It's a team that you'll just watch on a random Tuesday night if you're not watching Couch Coach Live, essentially. A team that you will right. watch. So I'm going to go with you first, Cole. What you got? Well, if Couch Coach Live ain't on, I, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> tuning into the Houston Rockets. I, I think I think there's, there's some young talent there. They got Kevin Porter Jr., mm. Jalen Green, Christian Wood. Jay Sean Tate was a, a interesting rookie last year. They got mm-hmm. a lot of juniors there. Kenya Martin's kids there. They have a fun little five with Porter Jr., Green, Kenya Martin Jr., Jay Sean Tate, and Wood. You know they're going to have a lot of losses, but they're going to have a lot of highlights too. And 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 when you're watching mm-hmm. a bad team, you want that you want that fun to watch. So I think the Rockets are going to be a fun bad team. And then uh, my honorable <laughs> mention was the Kings. I, I think the Kings they have yeah. a lot of talent there. Uh, they're not going to win a ton of games, but Fox is always fun to watch. You can always light it up for 30 or 40. Halliburton's a steady hand. Barnes healed. They got a lot of talent. They're just not figuring out how to use it yet, I guess. So, Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Matt, we got any? So, basically, you're saying it's a, a team that you regularly wouldn't watch for the Western Conference or – 
Well, I think a team that you would just be like, oh, I want to, I want to watch this team like on a, just a, you know, when it's just like just a regular a, week, and just like a, we right. call it like a league pass team where you know you got the multitude of options, and it's just you know not like a prime time game necessarily. Like if you oh, were just okay. a random night, um, or a team that you would um, watch, like, I know they made it to the to the playing game. Like I really, like I really, I like Memphis. Like I really, really, really did like Memphis, man. I like. Um, I don't want to mess anybody's name up, but um, I just like the defense and the energy they was rolling. And I, and, you know, you can you can kind of tell some of the issues that they were having because I think they needed more agile guys. Like some of the players that was coming in, they was kind of stiff and, and, and slow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if they speed sp- speed their game up a little bit, switched on defense um, a little quicker, man, they would be dangerous, man. Like it really, really, really shocked me. Like they really was a they. You know what's funny? I feel like they might be – am I tripping? No, I ain't tripping. They might be the new Portland. Potentially. Potentially. You know what I mean? Seriously. If you really paid attention last year, I think they might be the new Portland, man. Anyway, it would be it would be Memphis. Okay. Yeah. So, um, to Cole's point, yeah, the Rockets. I think Rockets are – you know, they're, they're definitely a good team. Um, like you said, mm-hmm. like I said, they'll be a fun team to just watch in a random middle of the week. Um, it, obviously, Memphis is a good team, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. But they got Jared Jackson Jr., Ja, mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks. Um, you know, they're doing their thing. Yeah, the Brooks um, was the guy I was talking about. I like his energy. Yeah. yeah. The mm-hmm. team I really like now, is, uh, who I will probably sit down and watch, is New Orleans Pelicans. I like – you know, I, I'm really curious about the, the biggest question mark to me is Devontae Graham. I definitely, I think that's kind of a sneaky good move for them, even though they lost a lot, obviously, yeah. um, in the offseason. But I like yeah. team him up with Zion, a B.I. I think that's going to definitely yeah. be a good team. Yeah. Um, yeah. There could be a, you know, kind of a, if it, you know, a little 9.30 tip-off, 10, you know, yeah. 9.30 game in the, in the South, in the Southeast. You know, have a little, you know, have a little dinner, maybe you know, <laughs> a little, a little light, a little small glass of wine, and you know, watch a little, watch a little Pelicans basketball. With New Orleans, don't sleep on uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker too. I think yes. they got rid of Lonzo because that kid's yes. going to take a big step yes. this year. Yes. I'm, I'm all in on him this year. So yeah, Virginia Tech, and then also my, and then my cousin uh, Jackson Hayes. <laughs> No, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, no, nah, but no, nah, nah, that's my mother's maiden name. He, he, we ain't related. <laughs> <laughs> you could have fooled me. You're right. To the other listeners, too. So, but no, nah, nah, he, just, he just has my mom's maiden name. That's all. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. So, got any uh, Western Conference sleepers? Um, Cole, any sleepers you got? I know it's not much of a sleeper for their season success, but the lack of postseason success, I think the Utah Jazz are a Western Conference sleeper. Uh, you know, everyone's betting on the Lakers. The Suns made the finals. The Jazz were eliminated pre- uh, second round, if I believe, last season. Um, I think the Jazz, this is a make it or break it year for them. This is that similar to the situation with the Bucks. You got to pay those guys in the upcoming summers. You got Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. The biggest problem was versatility around Gobert. Gobert, when the teams went small, he was unplayable. So what they do, they went out and they got Eric Paschal. They got Rudy Gay. Guys that can play that small ball five, play that, make that versatile lineup a little bit better. Um, and, and with this team, you're betting on Donovan Mitchell to take that next step. And I think he's mm-hmm. ready to take that next step. So I think, I think the Jazz are a sleeper team out West. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know me. I, I was gonna say, um, I don't I, I don't know, man. I was just watching the Warriors and a lot of those guys have been at the bottom of the barrel and they've had to fight since um you know all these in, major injuries to their stars. And I think they're gonna be a little dangerous this year. I think they're getting their confidence up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really, I really do. I seen something like to the point where I was like, man. Clay Thompson is a beast, but damn, they, you know what I mean? What if you can get something for him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. With, you know, seriously, what if you can get something for him with the way those boys is playing with, with, with passion and enthusiasm and shooting the ball away? They got two guys that, um, I see, I think it was pool. It's a few, few, they got at least three guys I saw that were just knocking down threes. It was crazy in this preseason game. And I was like, oh, they're going to be dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah, because what Poole averaged almost like twenty five a game in the preseason. Yeah, I'm man, I'm sitting there like you know like they yeah. they gonna be dangerous, and then you know having Andre Iguodala back at least at least Andre Iguodala is there just to guide him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't really have to play as much, but just be the one on the bench to tell him what they need to do with his basketball IQ. I think that's gonna be important. But you know, I would say Memphis, but I'm definitely. You know, even last year, I saw Curry coming back to be who he was. You know what I mean? And then, you know, Dray, but I do think Draymond also is um, he's he's losing steps, and they're gonna have to make that um, start looking for another guy like him. Yeah. Uh, or you know, ben something's Simmons. gonna have to happen. Been saying, yeah. Been, <laughs> yeah. There, that's absolutely a trade that could, I think, happen. And you bring up Clay Thompson the trade rumors. I mean, Sixers need shooting. Yeah. Warriors could use some defensive versatility, and you get some I'm, young assets. Yeah, you get, Wiseman, you get Moody, you get Moody, you get Kaminga, whoever you want. Yeah, so. whoever you want, take your pick. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like right, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, now he, he, he even got jabbed up. He good, bro. Philly. I don't know if Philly <laughs> like him that much. But I know, right? I don't think so either. <laughs> he, he's, he, he's empty calories as a person playing basketball. Man, man, Correct. it's tough yeah, to watch sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he, he's, he's a skinny popping and zero calorie wine. Yes. Of the NBA. It's crazy. Like his career, he averages more points per game in his career than Kawhi Leonard. And you would never guess that because he ain't done shit. Right. right. It's, so, it's just the world's weirdest thing. It's like, yeah. you know, you started off your career being omitted in LeBron James' homecoming piece. And then now you get to this point where it's just like, love at one point and now all of a sudden we're looking at him like he's got 30 million in the bank and why right wow. hey, so. and he's an nba journeyman like literally like, yes and i hate that every time he gets traded somewhere i always say well he gets a fresh start and it's like uh he's it's like his fifth fresh start <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Him and Jabari Parker, both of them. Jabari Parker's oh, still getting those fresh starts, too. One or two <laughs> yeah. Jabari, Parker, Jabari Parker's been everywhere. I mean, he literally has been almost just about anywhere, at least at each coast. He's representing each coast at this point. Fox, <laughs> Celtics, Kings, everywhere. Oh gosh, that would definitely be that would be a perfect what he played for on T, um on inside the NBA. <laughs> Who's Jamar Parker play for? He go he go Charles Barkley. 
Well, I don't know. Maybe the, the uh, Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> 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 yeah, that'd be tough. Who he played for? I think we need to play that game. <laughs> who he played for? <laughs> I probably seven or eight teams already. Yeah, when was he drafted? Thirteen, twelve? Because he was with yeah. Milwaukee. I know he went to Chicago. I know we traded him to E. We traded him to the Wizards or something. No. I think he, he was, was Kings. Kings. He was Celtics last year, which yeah, he was, was the Celtics weird. last year. Ooh. He went. Then he went. He went to like the. Now he didn't go to the Knicks. He I think Hawks was one of them. He went to the Hawks. Hawks. Yeah, he went to the Hawks. Yeah. I think he might be. <laughs> no, he ain't with the Hawks. That's right. He was somebody. Yeah, he, he's been everywhere. He, too hard. To, and too the hard. Wizards. He was with the Wizards yes, too. I think. He was with, yeah, the he the was with the Wizards. Yeah, because he was part of that Tony deal. No, it wasn't Tony Sale. It was Bobby Portis. Yeah, Bobby Portis. Yep. Yeah, when he was there, but now he's an NBA oh. champion. But um, yeah, um, I think the sleepers. Um, I think I think it's obviously I think it's got to be the Grizzlies. I think they're another team that I think the, the height expectation two years ago in the bubble. You know, they they you know we figured they were gonna make the playoffs. They didn't make it. Obviously, they fell short. Um, they no, they made it this year. No. They beat the Warriors. That's right. They beat the Warriors. I forgot. See, that's how this playing messes. It's messing with my brain. But um, <laughs> yeah. So then that's another one. You look at um, can they take that next lead? And then like the Warriors. And I think the Warriors are a team now where you know, even though we've seen their success, now it's almost like you know it's kind of one of those moments. Like I said, the final moment for this team. It's almost like you're you got the, like we talked about it earlier. You got. The, uh, the the championship nucleus, but you also have some pieces that could you know that that you're gonna gonna be having going towards the future. And like you said, it could could that be a situation with what they do? They're in such a they're in I call it like the Danny A stage, where it's almost like you know they can go in either direction. Like they could mm-hmm. you know can like you said like you said Mal, they pull the trigger on the Ben Simmons deal, but then you get rid of your future assets going forward, like you, you want to, you know, part ways with like a Kamingo or James Wiseman, um, you know, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and, uh, you know, those guys, yeah. so you, you don't, like you said, they're in such a, they're in a weird spot. I put it that way. So they're in a uh, spot where it's kind of interesting though. But, um, but yeah, so <laughs> why wow, the Lakers looking so bad this preseason? Hey, <laughs> Because Westbrook, Westbrook ain't the answer. I, I don't think he is, and mm-hmm. i I would have traded I would have traded that package for Buddy Hill and went elsewhere with exactly. all the Lakers. Yeah, you put Buddy hey. Hill next to LeBron James, he's shooting forty four percent right. beyond the oh, yeah. It's going to be okay. It's been. I'm telling you, it's going to be okay. Yeah, don't worry about. Brian gonna figure it out. Westbrook's the best regular season player in the NBA. So if their goal was to get no one of the better regular season players in the NBA, because he don't Uh he don't care because his effort and stuff is unmatched game by game. Nobody cares more in a random January game than Russell Westbrook. (laughs) He can get that triple double and lead the team to the victory. But when it comes to game four of the first uh, first round, is he going to be able to temper that expectations playing with LeBron and AD? He probably not because the best. Really, the best point guard on that team is LeBron, and number two is Rondo. <laughs> you know Absolutely. what I mean? Rondo and, his but, role. <laughs> right. So I think, I think, you know, 
he's just going to have to calm him down. I watched it. I see, you see a lot of anxiety. It's a lot. You know, he home. He with the Lakers. A lot of anxiety there. He's going to have to calm him down and just play his game, man. I'm like, yo, just stop worried about just going up and shooting and just just, just play, Russ. We can tell he's thinking too much. You know what <laughs> I mean? He's trying everything he can to play team ball, but it'll be all right. I, you know, I brought it up with the storyline. What, what what are they going to look like closing fives and big games? Right. I don't know if he is going to be part of that closing five. I, I, I really don't know. I think it's going to look like some sort of LeBron, Monk, Mello, AD, Kendrick Nunn, some shooters around him. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think um, what I'm seeing, too, from the um, – Bazemore is going to be – it's going to be some quiet guys that nobody's really talking about because Bazemore's defense is is real is really well. And I think – like even none, like i just seen like everybody's – it's preseason, man. That's why I kept saying I was like, man, you you really getting too emotional about a preseason man. game. Bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? 15 turnovers is sure a lot of the turnovers. You know what I mean? That's a heck of a lot of turnovers. <laughs> I right. couldn't believe that when I saw that. <laughs> right. So, fellas, let's round out our Western Conference preview. So, we're going to do our one through 10. Obviously, uh, we got, you know, obviously the 16s that have made the playoffs, and then obviously the four that'll be in the play in. So, I'm actually going to go around the horn. So, who is the 10th team in the Western Conference? Who you got, Cole? I've got a tie between the Sacramento okay. Kings and the New Orleans Pelicans. I, I okay. couldn't make up my mind on which team's going to be there, but I think the Kings yeah. and the Pelicans are two similar teams that have budding stars with an interesting roster around them. So I think that's going to be a, a – both those teams will be in the play-in range. I just couldn't figure out which one's going to be better. Yeah. What you got, Maui? Oklahoma and Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> he said, okay, free, hey, man, I'm freestyling, so don't, don't kill me. Okay, see you. And um, Sacramento. Okay. All right. So I actually got one definitive one. Um, the people in uh, South in, in South Texas will love me. Well, Mid South, go Spurs, go. <laughs> Potentially, <laughs> but I, hey, that's really being very, very, uh, you know, um, overachieving. If that happens, if they, if they can get to that point, it, it's, you might as well put Pop at the coach of the year, at, at least at the table, potentially. No, yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Deontay Murray, Lonnie Walker, um, yeah. Kelton Johnson should take a leap playing with the Olympics. I think that's going to be a good experience for him. So I, yeah. I could see it. There's a, there's definitely a version where that team takes off a little bit. Ninth, who you got, Cole? I got the Memphis Grizzlies ninth. I still think they're a year away. I, I, they're an exciting team to watch. I think Ja needs a a, a Bradley Beal type player. I'm not going to say Bradley Beal, but like that that second star that can play off the ball with Ja. I like Dylan Brooks, but he ain't – a step up from Dylan Brooks, I think, is that piece that they need to vault them into that top six, top five range. Um, and there's just a lot of good teams in the West. So I got the Grizzlies ninth. All right, which got Maui? Ninth, I got Portland. Portland, okay. Uh, right. Freestyling, freestyling. It's all good, bro. Uh, give me the Grizzlies. I got the Grizzlies at, uh, at ninth. All right. Um, the A seed. Uh, that is where I have the Portland Trailblazers. Okay. I yeah. think it is going to be a mess. Um, they've always been mid to me. And uh, if, they trade, if they trade for Ben Simmons, it very well could vault them or very well could tank them. I, I think I think eighth is a perfect spot for them. Yeah. What you got, Maui? Uh, we got eighth, right? Yeah. Nuggets. Okay. 
Um, give me the Blazers. I think they'll be um, in that in that spot. Uh, Cole, who you got at seventh? The Dallas Mavericks. Jason Kidd doesn't do it for me. And uh, Luca can be an MVP candidate all he wants. That roster around him is not good. So. Yeah. We got Maui. I got the same thing. Mavs, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm at a cross. Um, I had – I'm leaning more towards the Clippers. If because I'm thinking Kawhi not playing this year. I mean, the way I'm the way I'm projecting, I got the Clippers, you know, um, as a seven seed. Uh, Clippers are my sixth. I think, uh, I think I, you know, uh, Luka Doncic is a better basketball player than Paul George. There's no secrets out there, but, um, I think the roster around Paul George, they just know oh. how to win. You got veterans like Bledsoe, Serge Ibaka, Marcus Morris. You know, they've got pieces, mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson, that I think are better suited to win uh, outside of what the Mavericks supporting cast is. So I got the Clippers six. Okay. Well, who you got six, Maui? Warriors. Okay. GS. <laughs> that loose. So who's your fifth, Cole? I have the Denver Nuggets five. Um, I, Joe Kick is the MVP last year, but no Murray. It, it's going to knock him down a few slots. Okay. Um, who you got, Maui? We have fourth. Five. Oh, no, fifth. 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 I'm just a mess with you. Clippers. Clippers, okay. All right. All right. Your fourth seed. Who you got, Cole? I've got the Phoenix Suns. Uh, not much of a movement from last season. I just think uh, some teams got better. They stayed the same. Oh, I forgot to mention my my fifth seed was the Warriors. Okay. Um. Okay. What you got, Maui? Your fourth seed. Same. Same as Cole Suns. Suns. Okay. Um. I actually Who got the Nuggets. Who am I forgetting? All right. So. Um, who's your third seed, Cole? I have the Golden State Warriors at number three. I think okay. they make a move. I think they come out the gates hot. I think it's going to be somewhat of a last dance for them, and I think uh, they're going to have a really good regular season. Yeah. All right, Maui. Who's your third seed? Man, don't judge me on this. I'm freestyling. <laughs> I'm messing with. I'm messing with you. Um, really, I'm gonna put the Grizzlies at the fourth, and I'm gonna put the Suns at the third. Oh, so you got okay. Yeah, I, I mixed them up by mistake. That's my. Oh, bad. so all right. So you got you got Memphis. You said so you got Memphis at four. Yeah, and I got the Suns for the third. Okay, so okay, all right, um, all right. And this case, give me, um, Thursday. Um, we did the Nuggets already. Give me the Suns on this one. Uh, two seed. I have the Los Angeles Lakers. I think uh, you're going to see some of those veterans. They're going to have some nagging injuries. I think LeBron is just going to take some time off. AD, just general rest. Uh, and they're going to gear up for the postseason. So I got Matt, too. We got Maui. I got the same thing. LA Lakers, okay. Um, give me the Utah Jazz. I think they're going to be um, second. And uh, <laughs> so, all right. So, who's y'all number one seed? Obviously, <laughs> back to back regular season. <laughs> yep, I got yeah, the Utah, Utah Jazz. I think just because they have to, they know they have to. They can't afford yeah. not having home court. And I like the moves they made this summer. So, yeah. And then you know they were motivated last year because you know when Shaq had um you know 
you know, was talking bad about um Gobert. Like Mitchell and then, you know, yeah, Gobert, you know what I'm saying? So they was motivated, man. You know, once they seen that window, they just kept going. You know. So yeah. What you got? Yeah. Um the Lakers. Lakers. I think this I think I think the salt and pepper Lakers gonna um they're gonna do their thing this year. I think it's gonna be somewhat of a what is this salt and pepper stuff, man? That you're I know wrong with that though. That's good though. I'm a, I'm I'm a, you know I'm salt and pepper gang as well. So that I'm, that's actually a compliment. These guys are my age, which is good. <laughs> I'm, I, I like this. I like that okay. uh, Carmelo, a former class of 2002 guys on his team. Absolutely, <laughs> LeBron James, a born in 1984, only what 70 year 70 days um younger than me. Of course, I like this. I like. <laughs> I like having – it feels good to be that old and still be in the league and still actually doing something. Of course, it's not – I don't know. It's not a slight. Not when you're okay. on the verge of 37. Absolutely. This is a, it's a, it's, it's great to make you – get you a, a, a renewed lease on life. Like, you know, back when we were kids, you know, 37, you were a senior citizen. You were – Getting you know, getting the like, grand slams at dinner for like nine nine cents. Like you know, <laughs> like you know, that's a different story. Man, I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, dang, I can't wait to grow so I can get a grand slam for nine nine cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, hey, man. I got two guys. Yeah, class of nineteen eighty four. Yes, indeed. So, Coco, who do you who do you really think? You know, I know that we did in West Carolina. Who do you really think gonna win the championship next year? Um. Just throw it out there. It might be a little hometown bias, but I'm going with the Bucks. Okay, okay. I I I, I go to school in Milwaukee. Uh, been yeah. to school in Milwaukee for five years. I think Giannis is about to take another step. I like. I'm just banking on Giannis hitting seventy to eighty percent of his free throws, and if that's the case, okay. write it off in the league. And I you think don't think that, not having PJ Tucker is going to be a problem? I think PJ Tucker is one of the most overrated players in the NBA last year. <laughs> I really do. And look up the numbers, man. He got killed in the postseason. He had one of the worst defensive box plus minuses. And I, I think Bobby Portis, they got Grayson Allen off the bench. Rodney Hood is there. I think it was a better bench pickup than what they got for P.J. Tucker. And P.J. Tucker was asking for way too much money. I'd rather have Bobby Portis than P.J. Please don't ever put Hood in, 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 a, in an argument ever again, man. Rodney Hood, come on, don't ever do that again. I'm hey, hey, Rodney, Rodney, Rodney Hood was 15 to 20 a game in Utah before he tore that Achilles. So I actually think he's going to be okay. That's when he didn't knew they weren't going to win anything. That's why he was just like, I'm just going to shoot. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I, I actually think that the team, they get DiVincenzo back, who's a big defensive stopper. They have yeah. Drew that can help up uh, against Harden. No Kyrie for the Nets makes it. A, that much easier for the Bucs to get in the East, and then they just have to. I I, I really like if I was a betting man, I'd put I'd put some a wager down on the Bucs winning. The well, Kyrie probably gonna end up being in Houston. <laughs> Kyrie Kyrie gonna retire. He gonna retire. He ain't he said he ain't he ain't going nowhere. He gonna retire. Because you know Houston don't have no mandates. Nah, I mean uh, Texas anyway. My bad. He'd go to Dallas. That'd be pretty fun. Not just Kyrie yeah. for Porzingis. Then it's then it's all crazy. Then it's all crazy. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. just outrageous, crazy. Yeah, but yeah, man. So definitely appreciate you for coming on tonight with us, Cole. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. social media and any upcoming projects. 
What you got? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at nothing but airtime. That's N O T H I N B T A I R T I M E. Uh, we've got our fictional basketball tournament closing down here. We're in the final four. Some of the best characters you've ever seen playing some basketball. And then uh, season two of the podcast is coming up when the NBA starts up. We're going to have a guest on doing some uh, Tinder preview. We're swiping right, left, and up on different teams uh, <laughs> for our podcast for the start of season two. So. Yeah, man, definitely a great concept, man. But yeah, man, appreciate you, Cole, for coming on tonight. You know, always, always good to link up with another Out the Ball Network colleague, gang, gang. Absolutely, gang. absolutely. Yeah. So you know, appreciate you, Cole, and we'll catch you on the next go round, man. Yes, sir. All Thanks right, for having me. Have a good All right, time. appreciate you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shout out to Cole giving his uh doing his thing, nothing but airtime. You know, shout out to our guy. And then also mm. shout out to our first guest tonight, uh, D Hop. Right. Um, you know, mm. talking a little Raiders. So we're gonna end the night. We're gonna do our week six NFL, um, yeah, NFL picks. So let's get this thing going. We got um, Thursday night game. We got Tampa Bay going to Philly. Matt, what do you got on this uh, Thursday night occasion? Tampa Bay. TB. All right. We got the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars, a battle of Florida in London. Um, 9.30 a.m. start, 9.30 a.m. kickoff. Um, who you got in this matchup? I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Okay. Got Miami. Give me the Duke of Locks, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Have they won a game yet? No, they have not. <laughs> <laughs> and Miami only won one, so <laughs> right. it's just as bad. So give me, yeah, give me the the Duke of Jacksonville, the Duke of Locks, Trevor Lawrence. Shout out to Trevor Lawrence, T Law and them boys. I know um, Gruden, ain't nobody talking about Urban Meyer no more, huh? <laughs> right. I know he like, thank God. I'm like, Whoo, shoot, thank exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> We got Green Bay going to Soldier Field playing the uh, the Bears. Who you got? I'm going to go Green Bay, but I know that's a rival, but I'm going Green Bay. Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay as well. Uh, we got Cincinnati at Detroit. Mm. Who you got? The Nat. All right, you got Cincy. Yeah, and Cincinnati, please play Brandon Allen. Do not put Joe Burrow out here in the wilderness after that injury last week. Um, even with Brandon Allen as a quarterback, give me the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we got the Houston, Texas at the Indianapolis Colts. Mm, 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 mm. Damn. I'm going to go with the Colts. Yeah, give me the Colts, too. After a heartbreaking loss last night, um, the Colts got a rebound. And <laughs> what what a better way to, to um, avenge heartbreak by playing the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the L.A. Right. Rams. <laughs> we, got the, the, we, got, we got the L.A. Rams going, coming east to play the New York football Giants. Who you got? Rams. Ain't Jones hurt? And Barkley hurt? Yeah, Barkley Jones, Galladay, they Sterling Shepard out too. They yeah, I mean it's gonna you have a Mike Glennon versus uh, Matthew Stafford. This is a old school Georgia versus NC State matchup. Uh, but yeah, give me the LA Rams. 
Yeah. So we got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs at the Washington football team, both coming <laughs> in at two and three. Who you got? Wow. <laughs> I know what I should, who I should pick. I mean, go for, go, for, go for it, bro. Go for it. I know, I know. I'm a, I'm a pick. No, I'm a pick the Chiefs. I'm a pick okay. the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pick the Chiefs. I know yeah. one thing. They better win. They'll win. Hey, they'll win. They'll be two and four. Hey, we'll be, you know, we'll be three and three heading to Green Bay. You mean hey, they're another, hmm? they're another, t- they're another um, situation. They're happy that this Gruden stuff going on because they should be getting talked about. Oh yeah, they they yeah they got they got talked about a little bit yesterday. Then at the about five six o'clock, seven <laughs> o'clock hit. Oh yeah, that's when everything we yes you know the focus got diverted. Um, but yeah, give me the Washington football team. I still believe in this team. I think they gonna take care of business. Um, Minnesota at Carolina. Who you got? Do you do you do you always just pick Washington football team? Or do you ever just all right? Go ahead, say them again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got um no, nah, they gonna win. <laughs> um, Minnesota at Carolina. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Minnesota. I don't think Carolina been. I think Carolina's becoming exactly who we thought they were. <laughs> no, yeah, um, thought they'd be better, but I think it's becoming you know a situation. In this case, give me the uh, Carolina Panthers. Give me them. All right, so we got the LA Chargers uh, going to Baltimore. We got we got Justin Hubbard and those boys coming to the Avenue. What you got? Say the Chargers versus who? Uh, the Ravens. The Ravens. Oh, I'm gonna go Ravens. Okay. I think I think those receivers are starting to get um, confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, give me Justin Herbert doing his thing on the avenue. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me the give me the LA Chargers. On the what? So the huh, on the avenue. <laughs> so I want to make sure. Do, do I do I literally have a? Uh, am I hitting that Baltimore accent? Right? Am I? Like, no. Avenue. Uh, avenue. <laughs> avenue. 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 Let's go to let's go and watch Hulu. You sound like you from avenue. like London somewhere. Like, what does <laughs> that make me sound like, bro? Like, <coughs> bro, talking like that's My. what you do. What is Hulu? What are you talking about? <laughs> Hulu. <laughs> Hulu. <laughs> that's how they be in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, yeah, give me the charges. <laughs> yeah. Where he would go to the avenue. <laughs> he went to the avenue. Yeah. We got Arizona and Cleveland. Who you got? Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I lied to you, Baker, but I didn't want you to play Arizona. But uh, actually, give me Cleveland. I think after what happened last week, I think they're gonna bounce back. That was a heartbreaking loss last week, so I think they're gonna um, take care of business. We got the the Las Vegas Raiders at Denver. <laughs> what you got? I'm gonna go to Raiders because let me tell you why I'm picking the Raiders. This yeah. is the first year they was in Vegas, right? 
Uh, well, this is really technically their second year. This is probably their first full year with fans, but they were they were right. last year. Yeah. So yeah, man, <laughs> and they've been doing well for that. I think, man, mm-mm. I think they're gonna win that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, give sorry, D Hop, but give me the Washington football team in the West. Give me the Denver Broncos. Oh my God. Um, we got the Dallas Cowboys going to New England. Who you got? Why would you, um, Cowboys? Okay. Um, yeah, Tom Brady isn't walking through that door. Teddy Bruce is not walking through that door. Um, give me the Arlington football team. Um, we got Seattle and Pittsburgh. This is a oh, Geno Smith-led Seattle Seahawks. Oh, First yeah, but this ain't, <coughs> still ain't fair. Um, but yeah, I'm going, I'm going to Steelers. All right. That's if they run the ball. It's got to run the ball. Yes, you got Pittsburgh. All right, so... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big fan of Gino's Pizza, G-I-N-O Pizza, but give me G-E-N-O to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me Gino and, and the Seahawks. Upset alert special. But, um, yeah. Then to round out week six, we got a Monday Night Affair in, uh, in, ten- in Nashville. You know, uh, we got the Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. Who you got? Bills. Got the Bills. Okay. Yeah, no one's circles the, the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. They'll take care of business with that this concern. So now we let's uh game ball and final thoughts. What you got? Oh man, game ball. Damn, so many. <laughs> I'm gonna get a game boy to the Hope Way boys. Um the man for Ohio State still doing his thing. Yeah. Um definitely Daryl Taylor got his another sack. So what is that? His fourth sack. Um and um, I'm going to give it Antonio Brown, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Fastest to a 900 career um, passes and the catches, man. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. big, man. Yeah. Um, That's big, said, man. Uh, Yeah. Game ball this week, I just give it to the um, – obviously the uh, Hallow Spring Springers, they doing their thing tonight. They pretty much mm-hmm. um, destroying Henrico as we speak at this moment. So, uh, definitely shout out to the Springer boys. Just everybody that's – Playing, um, you know, playing high school football um, on on a Tuesday night, you know, that's definitely a uh, very daunting task at this point. Um, so social media and final thoughts, which got? Oh man, um, social media, Deshaun Morgan, Facebook, DT Morgan seventy eight. Final thoughts. Uh, I really want to give a lot of respect to uh, Tyson Fury. You know, they had the trilogy this weekend. Yeah, it was a it was a big fight. The energy was crazy. And you know me, man, I'm very technical when it comes to boxing. And to see what this man did technically to win the fight was, was just great. You know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, um, those subtle – when you're watching the offensive line or, mm-hmm. you know, when you're watching those subtle movements, you know what I mean, those subtle things that you don't really – you got to really watch to find out. And he was doing that, and I have a newfound respect for him. Um, he just got Deontay's number, man. So, you know what I'm saying? I just want to send a shout out for being able to be a part of that experience and being able to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under uh, Couch Coach Live. Check us out anywhere you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get them. We're there. 
And unfortunately, um, some, some tough news I heard um, yesterday. I kind of talked about a little bit on um, Overreaction Monday. Um, one of our guests, obviously, um, if you pay, if you watched our uh, NFC North and AFC North preview, uh, we had our, our guy, Alex Fleming. Um, obviously, he's obviously um, the host of the NFL Carousel that I'm on on Thursday nights. Uh, covering the Washington football team. Unfortunately, uh, we found out the news yesterday that he passed away. And I uh, just want to um, give my heartfelt condolences to um, his family. Um, I think I know uh, what I heard in the group chat, I think he has a daughter and also his mother. I'm sending his condolences to them. And uh, all the condolences to, um, you, know, all, you know, everybody that knew Alex, um, NFL carousel family, NBA carousel family, um, you know, Every you know what he was doing wow. at the Florida Sun, you know everybody who was, was affected by his loss. Um, yeah, it was you know one of the things was you know unexpected. Um, wow. You know it's yeah it's very unfortunate hearing that news and you know and you know um, hearing it yesterday. You know obviously we we were air. I found out right before I went on last night, and you know we just you know still even to this day even now i'm still in shock of it because you know um i talked about libby yesterday um you know he was covering it you know because he covered the jacksonville jaguars and he was at the game he tagged us and stuff showing us you know uh showing us videos of the game and uh in our group chat and you know and he passed away um so yeah man um yeah once once again man my my deepest condolences to Alex and his family, anybody um, who's touched wow. um, by this tragedy, I definitely want to uh, appreciate um, the NFL, um, the NFL carousel folks. We all kind of, you know, last night we talked, we kind of, you know, um, gave respects <coughs> to Alex and everything, and it just felt kind of weird yesterday. So much stuff was going on, and it's like normally he'd be in the group chat, we'll be talking about stuff, kind of make it fun, like joking about stuff, or just even talking about just stuff, and you know. NFL related, um, he definitely felt, you know, the the pre- of him not being there last night. There was so much stuff going on last night. We had a, a terrific finish to Monday Night Football. Uh, we had like you know earth shattering news of you know John Gruden getting fired, um, and then just you know all that. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, yeah, it's definitely um, a tough go at it. Um, I'm, you know. I definitely appreciate uh, what he's done as far as when he, you know, he came on our show. He pretty much came on our show like last minute. He, um, I, you know, he hit me up saying, "I'm down." Obviously, you know, when he was here, he was actually doing, you know, he was working and doing his working, thing, yeah. and still, and still um, taking his time to, um, you know, to be with us, have a great time, yeah. be a part of the show. Um, and then also, you know, give me the ability to um, cover the Washington football team on NFL carousel. So um, I'm always forever indebted um, to, you know, to his belief and um, definitely appreciated well, what he did for me. And that's and, and it's one of the things where you realize you, some people don't have to be in your life for a long time to have an impact in your life. I think right. that's another one where even in the short time that we knew each other, his impact is felt. Like and that's and that's how the sentiments was echoed um, in our in our group chat yesterday. Um, and then just seeing other people that's not involved with the carousel necessarily, but people who knew him. Um, like shout out to my guy uh, Tyler Butler. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. yesterday. He he told me how he hit him up 
before he even knew what happened because that was, you know, he looked to him for like advice or just, you know, or kind of just, you know, talk to him about stuff. And, you know, so, you know, I, you know, and that's, I mean, when he told me that story, that kind of, that was nothing I ever said. And it's crazy. When the last time I talked to him was like two weeks ago and I put on one of my boys, Stu, um, mm-hmm. the opportunity of being on the carousel. Um, and I, uh-huh. I appreciate him actually for entrusting me to, you know, to bring on somebody else to cover right. um, the team. I, I definitely, um, especially, um, you know, <clears throat> appreciate him um, essentially giving me and Stu that opportunity and actually give me, give me, giving me the opportunity to actually to bring Stu in for it. Right. So, um, yeah, man, it's definitely, definitely, definitely a tough loss, man. It's just one of those things where it just make you um, appreciate the grind. Um, sometimes, you know, when we, you know, doing shows, stuff, it can get monotonous. But right. I look at that that situation, and then even when we talk on him, you know, on the show, uh, where you know he went to Canton, went to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and just talked about how you know how great of a time that was. Those type of things I always remember about him, and it's just you know, um, it's definitely, definitely, um, I, 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 it was it, it's it's a it's a huge loss, man. It's just yeah, man. That's it's, that's sad. Loss. Yeah, man. Oh, excuse me. I'm, that's that's yeah. crazy, man. I was just thinking about him. Yeah, I thought he was really entertaining to, to talk to. You know, real man, sending um prayers and yeah. love and strength, and energy to his family and friends. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Most definitely, man. It's yeah, it's stuff. And 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 then what's all of it? It's just when you sit down, you really think about like how we literally and like he would, you know, he is he's in <laughs> watching football chats. Um, mm-hmm. and he, you know, keep on talking about telling Heineke and, and he even said something even, you know, and unfortunately even, you know, you know, um, it's just talking about like, is this y'all hero? Is this y'all franchise quarterback? Yeah. And I would see it and I just laugh like, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna entertain that. I'm just gonna hit him up Thursday <laughs> to talk about that. You know, like I said, it was one of the things where it's really, um, I was looking forward to, you know, doing the show on Thursday. I know because he, you know, like he told us, he told me, look, the Buffalo gonna take y'all to the woodshed, and I'm like, look, I ain't worried. I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about what you saying about right. about my team. But yeah, man. But even when he spoke yeah. about going to the Hall of Fame and yeah. how he had to go to the Hall of Fame, yeah, and how he was, he said he was in the room, and him and Tomlin was the only two African Americans in the room. Yeah, that's big, B. Yeah, that's big, man. But yeah, man. Um, once again, man, rest in peace. Um, to Alex Fleming, man, my condolences to to your, to Alex's family and everyone who's uh, was touched, um, who's impacted on this, um, you know, on this sudden, sudden, <laughs> extremely tragic um, mm-hmm. situation. Um, once again, man, this is just another uh, reinforcement. Let us all know that we're all on borrowed time, um, right. taking advantage of everything that you do. Um, I will always, you know like we talked about and have impact on people's lives because that's mm-hmm. all, you know, all that's what all ultimate boils down to um, right you know we, you know we you know and it's just it's just it's just one of those things where it's just like it's it's just another constant reminder you're on borrowed time and um you know love on each other you know, right. you know be, be with people you know be around people who, you know be around people who enrich your soul enrich your spirit people who advocate for you be a right. rule that people celebrate you, they don't tolerate right. you. 
Be around people mm. who 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 give you life. Um, right. And, and have impact on people's lives. And, and like you said, you. It's just, you know, and and if, if and one, and like I said, I said it earlier, it's to a point like with him. I've only know I only knew him for a few months. I think I, he was a part of NBA Carousel, and so I really want, I was a part of that starting like uh-huh. in December, January. I you know I you know, and you know, to have the impact in such a short period of time, just let you know how how good of a person Alex really was. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it just feels so weird now that you talk about him in the past tense, but um, right, yeah, man. But um, but yeah, but definitely. Um, once again, my condolences um, to his family, um, his friends, everybody who's been impacted on this loss. But um, yeah, man. So, so let's put a bow on this week's couch coach live, man. Um, All right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, man. So, man, we'll catch you guys next week, man. This has been this week's um, Couch Coach Live. Welcome. All right.